Mendocino County Remembered. Oral histories collected and published under the auspices of the Mendocino Historical Society for the American Bicentennial in 1976. Read by Linda Pack. Today, in honor of Independence Day, remembrances of the 4th of July. From Mendocino, Morris Tyndall, born 1893. Mendocino had the usual town's history. They had the 4th of July celebration. The town dog belonged to a man at the uh, butcher shop. On the 4th of July, everybody from far and near came to the celebration. Celebration was all on Main Street. Man was there. He was partly inebriated, and he was buying these big cannon crackers, big red ones, and he lit one and threw it out into the street. This dog had learned himself if anybody would throw a stick for him, he'd go retrieve it. So he retrieved the cannon cacker and brought it back to the crowd. It didn't explode. Judge Gibson had the same experience at one of the celebrations. Dog retrieved a stick of dynamite and it didn't explode. Those are miracles. The boys in the camps most would come in for the 4th of July. They'd get drunk. They'd sleep wherever they could lay down. If women come down the streets, they'd have to step over them and walk around them. No trouble, no trouble at all. They just got in the way. From Covalo, Whit Ham, born 1888. So, anvil firing. You've got to get a great big anvil out of the blacksmith shop. Now on the bottom... There's a hole about an inch and a half square. I don't know how just how deep it is. I never could measure. The boys would donate a lot of firewood, and they'd build a big bonfire right out there in the middle of the street. Then they'd get the other anvil, and they'd take up a collection and buy about 10 or 20 pounds of black powder. There wasn't this newfangled. They would take one of these anvils and set it down out in the fire. And they'd take a can full of powder and they'd pour it down this hole and fill it. They would dampen it some way. They'd pour a string of powder right along out of that way outside of where the other one was. And then a couple of fellas would lift this other big anvil and set it right down on top of the first one. Then they had an iron pole, a rod about 20 feet long. They'd have it in the fire, and when it was red hot, the end of it, then they got it ready, and why, they'd run out there and throw it up and jerk it that way, and boom, it would shake the whole town. And they'd fire that sometimes for two or three hours. The firing of the anvils. Tell anybody about it now, and they don't know what it is, never heard of it. The anvil that was on top weighed about 150 pounds, and it would jump sometimes as far as across this house. Why, the whole streets, you couldn't hardly walk on them when they was having one of them whoop and holler speeches, they called them. And from Ukiah, Walter Sandlin, born 1893. Fourth of July used to be a good time. In daylight, they would shoot off these anvils. They'd put powder and stuff in two big anvils, and you could hear that blast go up for miles. It would sound like an artillery bombing of France or something. Kapow! They'd shoot it off down a mile from town, but you could hear it all over the valley for an hour. 
Every five or ten minutes, there'd go another kapow. It'd wake the whole town up. Oh, and then they'd have the Fourth of July parades. Pick out the fairest girl in town. She'd be the goddess of liberty on a float. And then another girl, Miss California. Then we'd have a big barbecue up the park. All the Indians would show up. There'd be lots of barbecued meat. They'd stick around. Everybody would have plenty to eat. Big sides of beef would be cooked over these pits. They'd build these fires the day before, hot coals, and they'd put these steel rods with these big sides of beef. Put them over this pit that would be about this wide. Then the volunteers, George Ward was one, they'd cook those hundreds and hundreds of pounds of meat all morning. Get ready for the big show. Ladies would bring the salads and cake and there'd be soft drinks and the kids would have all kinds of hoopla. And they always had to have some kind of orator to give a big speech on the 4th of July. And the band would play. After the day was over, everybody went home tired and happy. You've been listening to Reminiscences of the 4th of July. To learn more about Mendocino's rich past, visit any of our county's many excellent museums and historical societies. Go to CaliforniaHistoricalSociety.org for a complete listing. Mendocino County Remembered is produced by Mary Eigner and Linda Pack for KZYX and Zeke.